0: What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of Pillow Talk with the Casey Crew. Welcome! That's right. We haven't done Pillow Talk in a long time. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, we've just been doing shit. We've been running around. There's a lot going on from the car show to traveling to the kids starting school, uh, back to school, uh, real estate. There's a lot. But we're back today and we're going to do it today. There's a lot to talk about today. Yes. All right. So let's jump right into it. All right. What do you want to talk about first? Let's start with Kanye West visiting your president, Donald Trump.
1: Can you stop calling him my president? I don't think it's funny when you say that.
0: Oh, uh, he's not my president. So I just assume he's your president.
1: So we're married, and if he's not your president, then he automatically gets thrown off onto me? Everything that. You I thought know, we share everything. I thought we're one. We do. I thought we're one team.
0: We do share Stop everything. Stop doing that as a joke. I don't but like it. I don't share. Him. You can have him. I don't want him. All to yourself. <laughs>
1: I don't want. He's the only other guy I can have all to myself? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I don't like it. Don't do that. All Thanks. right. Well, I appreciate it.
0: well, let's talk about Kanye West visiting the president. And mm-hmm. now you've seen the full video. What did you think? I was confused. Okay. What were you confused about?
1: Um. You know, a lot of people refer to Kanye West as a genius, Mm -hmm. and let's take for granted
0: that that's true. He is a musical genius.
1: I'm talking about an all-around genius. He was talking about um, intelligence percentiles during his interview with the president, so I took from that that... He is putting himself in a category of extreme high intelligence.
0: I believe that all when it comes to, to some yes, things. all
1: together. I don't think just musically. So let's take for granted that that's true. Okay. Um, I think that sometimes when you do have high intelligence, there's a certain kind of mania that goes on in your brain. Like right. There's so many thoughts firing off at one time and so many connections that you make. And as you're talking, you're thinking about the next thought and you don't completely finish your thoughts before you move on to the next. And I found that that consistently happened as I was trying to follow each one of his ideas and each one of his thoughts. Well, not each one, but many of them. I Mm -hmm. found that They never really came full circle, and I didn't completely grasp what he was saying. Okay. Although I may not agree with him, at the very least, I'm interested to see what fuels him and where this drive is coming from and where this love of the president is coming from because I don't like to judge people. I like to understand people. Right. And um, even if I don't agree with you, I like to at least appreciate or respect your perspective. And that's what I was trying to do during that interview. What I did notice is that there's a certain level of um, genuineness from him. Okay. And everything that he's saying, I believe that he believes. Okay. I don't believe that he's just out there trying to ruffle feathers. I believe that. He has a deep-seated belief in the things that he's professing. So I'll give him that, but I didn't necessarily understand everything that he was saying and where he was coming from.
0: Okay. Um, I'll I tell you like this. you know, watch, So I'll start by saying that. Watching the full interview, I didn't see the full interview before. The first time I seen it was with you. Um, I'm not as mad as I was before hmm. The clips that i seen was just the clips where he, it made it seem like Donald Trump was his father and he hasn't seen his father in eight years. Just the way that he hugged him and so happy and I love you and this, that and the other. That's what it made it seem like. It made it seem like he was just happy to be around Donald Trump and happy around be around somebody who. I don't necessarily like and when I say I don't like I don't like what he says and what he does the fact that you know he called uh, Mexicans rapists and that all Mexicans are bad and the fact that uh, um, when it comes to uh, you know, deporting families away from their kids and grabbing women by the pussy. And a lot of the things that he said that I dislike and that I don't like, calling football players sons of bitches for protesting, you know, police brutality. Mm -hmm. The things that I don't like Donald Trump for, I just had a problem with an African-American person being so chimmy, chimmy, chew with him. I just didn't like that shit. Define just,
1: chimmy, chimmy, chew. That's just my
0: way of I'm saying all oh, chummy <laughs> like, oh, that's my buddy. I, <laughs> I love I you so much. Like, right. I just didn't like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I I just felt like you can go to the White House to get your point across, you know, go and, and, and say what you feel. But all that, you know, kind of like massaging his back and rubbing his balls, I didn't like. That's what my problem is. Well, I didn't was.
1: see that part of the interview. Well not but rubbing his balls. But I you know, see when he was I over know. there hugging
0: him and was like, I love you, man. You know, me and you were just as like, I took off the hat and this, that, and the other. Yes. The problem with the Make America Great Again hat refers to especially in an in African-American community, is make America great again, meaning like America, America was always great. America wasn't great to African-Americans. It wasn't great to Native Americans. It wasn't great to a bunch of people who had to struggle. So make America great again to a lot of people refers to going back to those days when mm-hmm. we were in those positions. But
1: that's what he said um, during the meeting. He said that he recognizes that a big part of the problem with the hat is, is the word again.
0: Right, but he so still he, wore that hat, though. He wore that hat that right, said Make America Great Again right, and he still wears it.
1: Right, and he said that he brought new hats that right. said Make America Great. It and, and he's right. It's nail on the head. It's the word again. To take the fucking it's hat like, off. Exactly. So it's like, really, so you want to make America the way that it was when things were horrible, like extra horrible for African-American For certain, African group, for certain groups of people. Not and just African-Americans. Absolutely. Exactly. That's the problem. And I like that he recognized that. But just like you said, he wore the hat regardless. And, and continues to and wear the hat. he has to realize that that is painful. So let me ask you a question, because I have an opinion. Um, what do you think is Kanye West's infatuation... With the president. Because that is what I saw in that interview. He's
0: definitely infatuated with the president.
1: I saw a very clear infatuation. And when he said that he loved Trump, I believed him.
0: Absolutely. I think with Kanye, Kanye looks at, the positive sides and doesn't look at the negative side. So mm-hmm. the reason he likes Donald Trump, he likes Donald Trump because Donald Trump is not a politician. He says whatever the fuck he wants to say. Right. And we haven't seen that in the U.S. as far as government, really. Uh, or somebody that just is a straight shooter that's became a president. He likes that. He also likes mm-hmm. the fact that Donald Trump is about American, about America, I should say, mm-hmm. meaning he doesn't want to build factories in China, in in uh, Vietnam and in places where labor is a lot cheaper. He wants to have a lot of these factories in the U.S. so it brings more U.S. jobs, Mm -hmm. right? So that's what he likes about him. Uh, Those are the main things he likes about him. He likes the fact that he's a businessman and and, and makes millions and millions and millions through business and does it his way. That's what he likes about Donald Trump.
1: But you know what I see more than anything? What's that? And I agree with everything that you just said. But more than those three things that you just listed, I think that he likes the fact that Trump is the kind of president that he can find himself Kanye West can find himself in the Oval Office having a shoot the shit episode with the president. Correct. I think that he finds a sense of comfort in that. Like he's one of us. Like he's People's, Correct. You know what I mean? Like we have a pre- president that's peoples. Right. But your peoples is a sometimey racist. Right. You know, like I'm sitting there watching it and I'm thinking to myself, how is it possible that this man who is a clear racist, clear racist, judging by the words that come out of his mouth, clear racist, How can he sit across a table from two black men and express feelings of admiration and dope compliments on them and say great things? And I'm going to be honest with you. In those moments, I felt watching Trump. That he wasn't a racist right there and then. Right. It's like he's a sometimey racist. It's like he's not racist when it suits him. Correct. When it benefits him, when it helps him, when it strengthens him, when it supports him, he's not a racist. Right. But he's like that kitchen table racist. You know, and I think that's why a lot of people like him. Mm -hmm. I think that he represents those conversations that we, not meaning us, meaning other people, only have at their kitchen tables. Like you don't talk like this outside the house, but here in this house around our kitchen table, we all know what it is. Absolutely, And this is what we think. And that's why I think is part of the reason why he has so much support. So for me, I just feel as though Kanye doesn't see his presidency in its totality. He doesn't see Trump As a whole person, he's just pulling from him the things that he likes and that speaks to him. And he's, in a sense, in my opinion, ignoring the negative.
0: Right. Right. And and I agree with you. But the thing with he did say some things that were truthful in that interview. Uh, Kanye, Kanye West. That was good. The fact that he was able to sit down with the president, okay, that's a, that's a great thing. I didn't like the boot-licking thing, like you, like you act like he's Santa Claus. I didn't like that shit. But I did like some of the things that he brought up. He brought up Chicago and the violence in Chicago and how can they and how they can change it. I mean, maybe Trump might flick him the finger when they leave. Or maybe Trump might listen and say, you know what, I'm going to look a different way. And Trump said he was open to some of the things Kanye that's said. That's
1: one of the things that I but, did like that Trump said.
0: But we don't know if that's just for the camera or if... if that's absolutely true so I did like that I like the fact that they spoke about business they spoke about a a bunch of different things that affect our community now if Trump will listen we don't know but the fact that he had Trump's ear to have those conversations I respect it I'm not mad at that I I do feel what you said sometimes Kanye just speaks and he just be going left and right and straight and back and you don't know which point he's trying to close but it gets to the point where I just didn't like the whole I love you man I love you bro I look up to you, bro, we should do something and have tr- like I didn't like that shit. Like, stop jerking n- and nah, stop jerking him off. I,
1: I didn't. I
0: didn't feel that way.
1: I felt that that was a genuine moment for him. Whether I agree with it or not, whether I like the person whose ass he's kissing or not, isn't the point. I just believe that in that moment he was genuinely telling another man how he felt about him. So that bothered you. That didn't bother me as much. I. And more so bothered by the um, look the other way syndrome that I right. feel as though he's um, that he's going through like he's not looking at a lot of the things that are important. Let me ask you this yes did you the the point that I was really really trying to follow is where he said that and I'm paraphrasing he said African Americans are more concerned with brands mm-hmm. than land okay? Um, That was like one of the first points that he made. Right. And I was really trying to follow that point. Okay. And that was one of the ones that didn't really come full circle that I didn't really, it didn't land for me. It didn't, I didn't really, I feel as though the point wasn't made.
0: Okay, he didn't. He never made that point. He, I mean, he, it was a statement. He led with it. He, he made a statement, basically saying that African Americans are more concerned with buying, you know, clothes, cars, and jewelry than actually owning something. That, that's he, he did say that. Uh, he didn't have a point with it. He just said it and then kept it moving. No, I
1: felt as though it was going somewhere and then it's like he interrupted himself with his own thoughts. He
0: did. He did that in that whole conversation. He would start somewhere and then go somewhere else. You know, he did he did that a lot but in you that know, conversation. I'm going to say
1: this. I think that Kanye is coming from a good place. Mm-hmm. I think he just gets in the way of himself. Mm-hmm. And maybe that mania that's going on in his mind prevents him from accomplishing the ultimate goal
0: i think a lot of yeah i agree with you and i think do you know lot, what i mean i think, I think a think, lot of it's I... lack of knowledge too mm,
1: and, and what the re- kind of
0: knowledge what do you mean okay it's kind of like this and, and we've all been guilty of it especially me it's like let somebody tell me about i don't know um i'll, I'll say a car let somebody tell me about a car mm-hmm. right um I think I'll know everything about that car because somebody told me and I'm so excited and I just want to talk about the car, but I really don't have that much information about that car. All I know is what one person told me and I really need to do my homework if I'm going to be able to debate and talk about it.
1: And be on such a big platform to, do it. to open your mouth where you're so influential. Exactly. But can I just say this? You know what I really have a problem with in this whole scenario? What's that? I, honest to God, believe that quote-unquote celebrities have too much power. Why the hell do I, Gia Casey, give a bleep about Kanye's political position and what he thinks? We shouldn't. but And I, I don't understand that. Why does the public care about what celebrities think? A celebrity's opinion is just as valid as yours and mine. And it's not. Everyone has one. It's not. Why isn't it? Uh, because, because you can sing because you can rap because no. you can dance because you can play a sport because no. you can act why does that make your opinion any more important than anybody else's and why does that make your opinion one that the masses should follow or be impacted by because i don't even understand that
0: it's easy to uh, it's easy to understand and explain a celebrity's opinion has more influence than a regular person's uh, opinion but it shouldn't it, it definitely shouldn't That's it, my point. but this is the thing i know that it does i'm talking about whether it should or should of not of course it shouldn't but it does and that and that's and what pe- and that's what people that's what people follow that's people the reason are upset why I'm with kanye up. people because should kanye, realize that people are upset with kanye because what kanye does is he says something and he and people know that there's a group of people that don't necessarily know and will never Uh, Do the homework to understand and just believe what he says. So what Kanye is doing is actually hurting the community because people are following him blindly, not doing their homework. It's kind of like you, you have the you and me of the household. And we tell our kids something. Our kids believe in us. Mm -hmm. So if we don't have the right information, they're following down a road. Misinformation. Misinformed.
1: But this is my point. That is not the way that it should be. And that's why I'm saying it here on this podcast. People need to realize that a celebrity is just another person. You know, it's they're not specifically educated in these fields unless they go out of their way to educate themselves. And a lot of time they don't put those credentials up when they're out there giving their opinions. Right? Do you know what I mean? Like people have to understand that it is their opinions. Like for instance, you and I, we're sitting here, we're doing a podcast. All that we are doing is is exchanging our opinions and Correct. having a conversation and giving people the, a way to listen to that. Right. But that's all that it is. It doesn't mean you have to agree with us. It doesn't mean that we have a certain edge. If you find that we do, if you like our opinions consistently, then that's great. But we don't have superpowers. Yeah. Do you understand? It bothers me that people put so much weight on what he says and what he does.
0: No, it, it, it's, this is the, I mean, me as well, but this is the thing. Because it's a lot such of people a big deal in our culture right now. What people don't understand is there's a lot of people that might not have both parents in their household Or if they do have both parents in their household, don't necessarily like their parents. There's a lot of people that they feel like, you know, I, you know, I know what I'm doing. I got this. I don't need you, mom. And that's what a lot of teens feel at that age. I probably felt like that a little bit. I'm sure maybe you felt like that a little bit. Maybe didn't. didn't. Maybe I felt like that a little bit, but they fall into music or they fall into their favorite celebrity because that's what they're into. Like you listen to these kids. Why do kids try drugs a lot of times? Or why do they try different things or different clothes or items or food? Because they hear their favorite artists do it. Mm -hmm. They fear their favorite artists talk about it and they're influenced and they do it. And it's the same thing with everything else. That's why so many people especially political people that know what's going on is so upset with Kanye because they're like you don't know all the information and you hear spewing shit
1: you're out here running your mouth
0: right and, that, and, and you're that can, misinformed and you're misinformed and that can affect people or in the way or yeah, ill-informed absolutely
1: and you not for nothing he does have a certain mental condition
0: right absolutely
1: all of these things need to be um, taken into consideration when you put your stock in the opinion of others. You have to consider the source. Absolutely. You have to know who you're listening to. Me personally, I mean, I find entertainment value <laughs> in it, but I don't care what he does on Saturday Night Live. I don't care what he does in the Oval Office. I yeah. don't care what he says in his songs. And I think that more people need to subscribe To not caring.
0: I agree with you 150%.
1: So there we have it. All right, Uh, let's move on.
0: All right, now let's talk um, Drake.
1: Okay. Now, if yeah. you
0: haven't heard, Drake, uh, actually not even Drake, LeBron James does his show on HBO, and its I think it's called The Shop, where he gets different artists, they like kind of sit in a barbershop setting, and they kind of talk about everything that's going on. Well, in this episode, Drake talked about his diss record and his beef with Pusha T and Kanye West. that happened a couple of months ago, right before his album came out. Now, um, he talked about Pusha T going at him and and how it came about. He feels that him and Kanye was cool. You know, he played Kanye songs off his album. And when he did, Kanye, he played Kanye the song about him basically telling the world he had a child. And he was telling Kanye about his problem with his baby mom and the stress that they were going through. And he feels like Kanye told Pusha T about it. But he said that wasn't the problem, that he he really had a problem when Pusha T threw the diss record at him. His problem was... Pusha T going at his producer Forty, saying that he had MS, he's about to die, this, that, and the other. So the question I have, because you heard the whole interview, mm-hmm. when people are beefing, is anything off limits?
1: I think that it's clear that certain things should be off off limits. And Drake said it during that conversation. He said, you know, people say, oh, there's no rule, and again, I'm paraphrasing, something like, you know, there's no rules in hip hop. He was like, but yeah, there are MF and rules. There are rules. Yes, there are rules. (laughs) And we we use this analogy a lot, but you don't bring a gun to a knife fight. You know, if things are on a certain level, Mm -hmm. you keep it kind of on that level. And yeah, I understand, like, you know, once you open up Pandora's box, you really, you don't know what to expect. Kind of everything is um, fair game. But there are certain things, just like Drake said his um producer, it's his, his producer, producer,
0: right? Forty, yeah. 40. I think it's and best friend.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, he was ill. He died.
0: No, he didn't die. Uh-uh.
1: Because he did say something about someone dying.
0: No, somebody had said something like that before. It was uh, another rapper, but he didn't die. Forty. Didn't oh, okay. Die. Mm-hmm.
1: So he said, you know, when you go at someone who's ailing, who's sick, who's in a hospital, or someone who passed, or something to that effect that's defenseless and that has nothing to do with anything, that's crossing the line. I think if you talk about someone's sick mother or someone's child, I think that there are lines. Like if we all keep it on the same level, the same playing ground where the offenses are somewhat equal. Uh-huh then I think that's cool because really all of this rap battle stuff, I don't think anybody really wants to be shooting at each other in the middle of the street. I think that the whole rap battle thing is, A, for these entertainers to get things off their chest and B, to express themselves in a creative way to entertain the public. If that wasn't the case, then they would pick up the phone, they would meet, they would, you know set up a little boxing match, they would handle it a different way, but they do it publicly because it's a way to display their creativity, their distaste, and to entertain at the same time. So to go with someone's family, their parents, their kids, someone that's in their life that's sick is uncalled for. And that doesn't really speak to your creativity. To me, it just makes you look like a wuss.
0: See, I don't I don't agree. All right. Now um pusha T put out a record do a stab at, at Drake said you didn't write your own lyrics, right? Mm -hmm. Drake responded with a diss record and mentioned Pusha T's fiance at the time. I remember. Didn't say anything ill. We'll just said her name. All right. It was nothing ill. He said, just said her name. Pusha T responded with, you know, told about Drake having a son and called him a deadbeat, called his parents and went over. I look at it like this. If this is a battle, there's nothing off limits. I disagree. Let me, let me tell you there's nothing off limits now what happens from whatever you say is not off limits either what Drake said now now you said, you mentioned my friend now what happens after that you get punched in the face you get punched in the face that's what you get that's how I look at everything now you're right Pusha T threw a shot at Drake Drake mentioned Pusha T's fiance You, why are you mentioning my fiance dog don't, don't even mention my fiance. Hold on, but Say, then
1: why are you saying that you disagree with on. me? Because basically what you're saying is that you agree with me and you think that certain things should be off limits. No,
0: you he mentioned that. He mentioned my fiance. Wait, let me finish. Let yeah. me finish. You mentioned my fiance. Okay, so now I could take it where I want to take it. And that's how I look at it. Now, if you felt like you shouldn't have mentioned my friend, and you shouldn't have mentioned my fiance but you asked me mm-hmm. if certain things should be off limits mm-hmm.
1: i said yes certain things should be off limits and you said that you disagree but here and now you're saying that you shouldn't have mentioned my fiance which means that you think that certain things should be off limits
0: you're right certain things should be off limits I, i'm <laughs> gonna change that i'm gonna change that no no i'm gonna change that and and yes and, and certain things should be off limits and i think when drake mentioned The fiance, even though it wasn't no ill will, he didn't say anything disrespectful. He just mentioned her name. Pusha T was like, "Fuck it." See, you're you're because
1: you were a little bit off because you're coming at me from a Pusha T supporter in this situation.
0: No, I'm I'm, um yes, that's how you just responded. Pusha T's my guy, but I took it as if I'm if I'm a rap if I'm if I'm in the battle right, and I throw the first shot. Now, Pusha through. Oh, no, no, the first no. Shot.
1: I agree with that. Right? No, 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 I don't believe that, that was you know, exercise. I that don't believe that exercise. you go too far with me, but then I have to turn around and humble myself in response to you. Right. No, I don't agree with that. But I think, I do think that it is a more mature, sophisticated, and manly way to handle yourself um, to not go ham and... Um, retaliate in the same ma- manner. But that's just being Correct. a bigger and better person. Um, that's not the most realistic in this culture and in rap battles and things of that nature. I'm just saying I think that that would be a better way to handle it. And he, Drake did turn around and handle it that way because he said that he went and wrote a disgusting response. And I believe him. He said he did his research. I believe he him. He found out what he needed to find out. As he should have. And he killed a whole song, went back, reread it, and said, You know what? I'm not even gonna put this out because this isn't the me that I wanna be remembered for. Right. I don't I think I think that's what he was referring to when he said a chink in his armor. I think um Yeah, yeah that's what people's he meant. memories of that song being a chink in his armor. Right. He's so successful and so elevated and so great that to put something out so dirty, filthy, and disgusting would just um, diminish his greatness. See,
0: he's, I mean, you know, he's better than me because I would have put that out and I would have seen Pusha T. Absolutely. And Pusha T's my guy. Like, if if you don't know me and Pusha T, I went to school in Hampton, Virginia. Pusha T was my guy. We hung out all the time. That's my guy. But Pusha T went so far left. (laughs) Yeah. He would owe me five minutes. Mm -hmm. You know, but that's rap battle. And, you know, I mean, I'm I'm glad it's over. I mean, they're still talking about it, but it, it seems to be over, and we'll see what happens from there. But it
1: seems like it'll never be cool between Drake and Kanye. Never again.
0: Never. 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 But it's, that's
1: foul. What Kanye did, if it's all true. Well,
0: Kanye said he didn't, but yeah, you, you you probably did. But I look I look at it like this. But this, he
1: said. But he said a lot about the whole Kanye, like basically how Kanye kind of set him up. And then rolled out his album. After you, you need to talk about that. Explain that a little. Yeah, bit he better. talked about how you know. he came and basically wrote for Kanye in Wyoming. Mm-hmm. And then Kanye puts out Pusha T's album, who signed to him. And in Con- in Pusha T's album, there's a song going at Drake for not writing his own stuff. Meanwhile,
0: Drake is Drake writing just for got Kanye. back from
1: Wyoming writing for Kanye. Right, it's a huge contradiction. And in my opinion, if Pushes signed to Kanye, he should have pulled rank and been like, nah, you can't do that.
0: Well, not even pull rank. Give me a heads up. But like, yo, he's because we're cool we're cool like you you came over here to help me right like yo just give your heads up push your teeth through a shot at you i told him to chill but i can't mess with anybody's you know artistry artistry mm-hmm. so you know we left it in there but i just wanted to give you the heads up that's what he should have did I that's expect my guy. that
1: someone's not going to feel some type of way
0: absolutely you I know mean, what i
1: mean you out here deliberately ruining relationships like i don't know why kanye will go out of his way to ruin a relationship with drake
0: perfect example right and now this is a long time ago when i did my album um Lloyd Banks and Fifty Cent did a record on my album. Which album? Uh I only had one album, so
1: Oh well the rest were just singles. Yeah, so the, the rest of my album. Mm-hmm.
0: And Lloyd Banks and Fifty Cent did a record for my album and they were dissing the shit out of Irv and Jaru. hmm Irv and Jaru gave me a song for my album. hmm I would be a bitch ass if I put that album out and then Irv and ja Rule turned it on and heard that. hmm I would just would be. Right. So I call Irv and said, yo, just to give you a heads up, Fifth and them gave me a record, he's shooting he's he's going at you. Mm-hmm just so they knew not not to say I was going to take it off because I didn't care but I wanted to give him the heads up so he knew and understood and he replied I no doubt man. thanks for letting me know and that was it
1: there's a way to do things and then there's the right way to do things absolutely you know sometimes when you choose the wrong way to do things you ruin relationships
0: absolutely so now let's talk about the last thing we're talking about uh, today okay Um, Quavo okay (laughs) Quavo released a a new album Uh Hancho I think it's called Hancho album is dope I like the album uh, one of the records that people are talking about is called Huncho Dreams, where he talks about, we don't know if this is a dream or if this is actual facts. People what are, is it? What? People are- What? T- and the reason, it's let me, me explain.
1: You, really?
0: Let me explain. Because remember, Nicki Minaj did Dreams, and that was a, you know, kind of a, her, her rendition of a Biggie's classic of Dreams of fucking an R&B bitch. So her, hers right. was just Dreams of fucking, I guess, an industry dude. Right. And- Hancho or Quavo's record is called Hancho Dreams. Mm-hmm. So he talks about Nicki Minaj. It wasn't
1: Dreams. He said her name explicitly in the song. Well, name, but the name is called And Hunch he Dreams. referenced something that actually happened.
0: Allegedly. We don't know.
1: In No, um, we everybody saw the Instagram video of her going crazy oh, over, over the, um, the two Chanel bags oh, yeah. that she received from a secret somebody yeah, that at wasn't that on, point.
0: That wasn't on the album,
1: no. But he referenced that specifically in his song. Mm-hmm. So that that tie-in gives the direct impression that he's not talking about a dream. He is directly implying that what he's saying in the song happened. So let's you, just be clear. I don't like the oh allegedly blah blah blah. Yeah, like let's just call it what it is. Right. So that's what, what his implication is. So what did you
0: think about the song? Do you think it was too far? Do you think it was foul for doing it?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. Let me think about that before I answer. Do I think it's too far? Do I think that it's foul? Before I can give an opinion, I would like to know what Nikki did to ruffle his feathers for her for him to throw her all the way under the bus the way that he did run over her and then reverse and then put it back in drive and then run over her again. That's what I want to know. Like what sparked that? We watched the video. You deliberately didn't talk to me about it so we could talk about it here on these mics, so I need to ask you that question. Am I missing something? I mean, what we don't, happened?
0: We don't know. I mean, we absolutely. Well, she don't must know.
1: have upset him in one hell of a way. We absolutely somehow, some way.
0: Well, let me tell you about Nicki Minaj and the people out there. You know,
1: would you want to talk about Nicki Minaj first, or do we talk about the lyrics in the song first, well, and then you talk about Nicki Minaj? Let's
0: talk about Nicki Minaj first, okay? Um, Nicki Nicki Minaj throughout the years, in my opinion, has changed as far as a person, uh, meaning. It seems like she's very vindictive and very mean, nasty mm-hmm. from the things that I can see. When I used to speak to Nikki, she was a different person. Now, it just seems like she's a different person. I don't speak to her anymore. Only what I can see is what she says, what she puts on her Twitter and Instagram, and when she does her Queen Radio. Uh, a lot of the things I see is- Have very- you
1: listened to Queen Radio? Mm-hmm.
0: Oh. Very vindictive. So, a lot of people were talking about. For instance, Cardi B got arrested a recent, a recently, and and this was because allegedly she sent some somebody to beat up two bartenders that allegedly was fucking uh, her boyfriend. Right? This is all alleged. the The reason that she got arrested is because police said that they heard it on Nicki Minaj's radio show with Nicki Minaj bringing it up and trying to get the girls to call in and talking about the situation. And because of that that's why the charges were brought back up and she was arrested. These are all, it's all alleged. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe that's part of it because Quavo's looking at it like my best friend, my man is married to her and you're trying to get her in trouble. I don't know. We don't know. But, as far as the song is concerned and how disrespectfully gotten the song talking about busting on her face and you know fucking her and leaving money on the counter like she's a fucking just a, a, a
1: no 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 he said leaving fire on the counter not five on uh, five on the
0: table or I thought it was five like five no fire he said fire uh, I thought it was like five dollars on the table I like, hear take this that's it what I thought
1: when I heard it which is why I googled the lyrics <laughs> so I could read it and according to what I read the word was fire sometimes the
0: lyrics might be wrong because I thought it was that's what I'm saying that's why
1: prefacing it by saying according to what I read it said fire but maybe it was five I don't know let's so, just
0: be clear so what did you think about the disrespect and did you think it go to, went too far
1: Um, my opinion is bias so I'm just going to put that out there disclaimer alert disclaimer alert why I get the impression that Nicki Minaj is such a nasty mean individual that I didn't get the impression that it was too far um, it may have been too far. It probably was too far. I think it depends on what was done to provoke that. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't, I feel as though, like for instance, one of the things that I, like a lot of times when I see Nicki Minaj, I just, like I have this look on my face like, ew. Like Why? For instance, um, what was it? Was it the MTV Music Awards? Mm-hmm. Um, let me recall what happened. She got up there to receive an award. Uh huh. Tiffany Haddish was on the stage, and Tiffany Haddish made a joke, took a little shot at girls from Fifth Harmony. Correct. Because apparently one of the girls from Fifth Harmony left, made it big. Made it, she it left. Su- she made it successful. big. Successful. Yep. And she might have said something to the effect of like where are the other ones mm-hmm. or something like that. When Nicki Minaj got on the stage she I don't know. She was very short and nasty and there was like a little stab to Tiffany Haddish. Like I don't remember the girl's name but I guess Nicki Minaj really likes the girl and was like so and so is that bitch. <laughs> Just the way that she did it, I just looked at it like, why are you so nasty? You know? So she doesn't leave a good taste in my mouth, personally. I'm not a Nicki Minaj fan, Mm -hmm. personally. So when you see someone who's mean, who kind of behaves like a bully, um, who's outspoken and not in a nice way, get their Just Desserts. As a human being, it's not my first um, reaction to be like, "Oh, she didn't deserve that." She probably, she might not have deserved it, but I'm just saying, as a human being and as someone that's not her her fan, it's not my first reaction.
0: Right. I, I mean, I I feel the same way. I mean, just knowing who she is now and how nasty she is and how she goes at people and the things that she does, I just I just really don't have time for it, man. And and I'll be honest. I like Nicki. I was a Nicki fan. Like, I like her as a rapper. But all the shenanigans and the shit she does is kind of just like, whatever. Like, I ain't gonna be mad. I was like, okay, Quavo, I right, fuck it. Yeah, go in. Who cares? That's how I felt because but I know. That, that's my that, point. That, like, I'm I, just
1: being real. Like
0: I know who she like, is. Like, I want to say the
1: right thing. Right. I want to say, well, yeah, he probably went too far. And, you know, talking about you know the sex acts that he had with her and putting it on public display isn't right regardless but like yeah like should i be saying that probably but that's not really no how I feel no, really. no because when when she's you a nasty when, when, when you don't really like somebody and you don't find them um you don't find them being that considerate of other people's feelings when their feelings get hurt you don't find yourself being sympathetic for that. Absolutely. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my whole thing. Like with that Tiffany Haddish thing, I felt like I wanted Tiffany Haddish to say something. Tiffany Haddish's um response, just based on her facial expression, was kinda of like, oh, right. oh, like oh and I wanted to be like, say something, do something, like stand up for yourself because you just got sunned and mm-hmm. it wasn't cool. Right. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. So that I don't like so um, parts of the song were just like you said him referring to ejaculating on her face busting on her face eh? basically him telling her to bounce her ass and that she was riding his tree Um, basically oh him saying that she told him that he hurt her feelings or that she was hurt 52 times Mm -hmm. Um, and basically implying that he was that she was crying over him right so it was just like a lot of little personal things that kind of it i got the direct impression that he had zero respect for her right you know and the part about the chanel bag um i don't know i I would assume that a lot of our listeners probably saw it but on instagram she opened up two boxes Mm -hmm. that had chanel bags in them and it was a very strange video. I remember when I saw it, I'm like, what is this? This looks so simple and weird. Right. Like, I didn't, it was very weird. But as she's opening up the boxes, she's squealing and laughing and giggling and overjoyed and overly excited about receiving these two Chanel bags from a person who she didn't say who it was, but she's like, thank you. And all of this. It was like a bunch, it was like, a, a lot of shenanigans. It was really weird. And um, come to find out that, according to his song, he basically said, I got you Chanel bags, two of them. And was it at his premiere? He did, like, a reenactment yeah, yeah. of his, her Instagram video? He yeah, he had a video? listening
0: session, and he had he did a reenactment before he played the song, so...
1: Of her Instagram video, so someone basically doing what she did. Correct. So, like, when you when we started talking about the story, you're like, allegedly, no, he directly inferred that that he was talking about her and that situation. And he I got just said his- allegedly,
0: I mean, this could be his dream. I don't know if he really fucked or not. I, we don't know. That's what of I'm saying. Of course, not. I'm, tell-
1: I'm, I'm talking about what he's implying. Right. So there you have it. All right.
0: Well, you guys listen to the song. Let us know what you think. You can hit us in DM. You can hit us on the email. We'd love to hear from you. Hit us in the comments as well. All right. It's time to get up out of here.
1: Yes. How huh. long was that? Check the time.
0: 39 minutes. Okay. All right. Well, I'm D- I am
1: squeezed an extra nine minutes out of you.
0: You did. <laughs> well, I'm DJ Envy. And
1: I am Gia Casey. And
0: that was the Pillow Talk with the Casey Crew.
1: Doodles.